everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm excited for you as you're joined us into the Invest Well Show. Going to be a wonderful show today. Talking about inflation. You know, it's something that we all uh, maybe you've heard about and, you know, you think about. I know you probably when you're at home at night in bed, you're talking to your spouse about inflation. Randy, I know you do that. Well, let me tell you, you what. You guys sit, lay in bed and say, hey, babe, you know, let me tell you about what's going on with inflation right now today. <laughs> All I can tell you is I used to buy ice cream by the half gallon. Now I buy it by the quart and it's more expensive. And that ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. Maybe it's a different kind of inflation when you're in your bed. I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, it's a different kind. That's okay. You're married. It's, All it's, right. it's All right. good. It's yeah. all good. Well, you know, today's show, we really want to dive in a little bit to inflation and how it affects your retirement retirement. It's an important thing. It's something that we hear about from time to time. And I don't know that we really think about, you know, Randy, a lot of times, I don't think people really think about what that looks like in their future portfolio, their spending power, uh, you know, what they can buy, how they can live and, and all of those sorts of things. It kind of just seems like something that's out there, not necessarily something that's in here. So we want to talk about that in, in a kind of in here perspective today to help you better understand what's going on. As always, I just want to take a moment like we do as we set the show up and want to say thank you to Wall Private Wealth and U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Lehman, all companies designed to help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their on their wealth, as well as business coaching, executive coaching, and uh, they kind of make this show possible. So we want to appreciate them. And if you want to learn more about them, feel free to go to leanonthewall.com. Got questions about retirement? Got questions about investment? Got questions about tax planning? Then uh, head over to leanonthewall.com. And for those of you that have listened to us for some time and you've rated the show and you've shared the show, we really, really appreciate that. And we want to invite any of you that have not had the opportunity to do that or have not taken a moment to do that to to uh, rate the show. Give us your thoughts and feedback. Love, love to hear uh, things from you. That way we have a better understanding of what's going on. So, Randy, let's go ahead and jump into inflation and how it affects your retirement. Because, I, you know, I think um, when we look at retirement, there are several factors that we have to think about. And, you know, when you think about retirement, it's not necessarily somebody that's just 65, 70, and they've retired from a job. This also affects people that are working and, you know, landing the plane, if you will. They're five to 10 years from retirement. Uh, we call that, you know, the financial red zone. They're getting close. Mm -hmm. They're getting close. So we want to put the prevent defense on and act a little bit differently. But I think there's a couple of things that people don't think about, Randy. First thing is, you know, obviously simple is making sure that you have enough saved, making sure you have enough wealth to kind of live the kind of life you want to live. And uh, second thing is making sure the type of returns that you want to make are realistic. The third thing is readjusting how you invest your wealth, looking at different strategies or different options that maybe you wouldn't have ordinarily thought about while you were working or in your younger years, you know, in your 20s, 30s is different than things you should be doing in your 40s, 50s, 60s, etc. And then last but not least, really thinking about the whole inflation game. And that comes a little bit sideways with taxes as well, which we talk a lot about. But inflation is something that will affect you and it'll affect how you spend. You talked about the ice cream, Randy, and that's a that's a great point. And people don't really think about it in relation to 
how it affects their money. I think it's the easiest place to see inflation. I think just since the pandemic, we've seen prices at the grocery store go up and they blow it off and they say, oh, it's shipping or something like so that. So you're saying ice cream is the easiest place to see inflation? Is that what you're telling me? It, just overall, the grocery bill, <laughs> you know. But I can tell you that my mom, who was in retirement, you know, when she entered in retirement when she was 67, 68 years old, her utility bill wasn't as high then as what it is now. It didn't as yeah. cost as much for cable TV. TV. It didn't yep. cost as much for a lot of different things, and it really gets to her. And she's on mm -hmm. the air quotes here now, fixed income. And that's where <laughs> I think that, you know, when somebody sees a financial plan laid out and you say, oh, I'm going to do uh, $8,000 a month or $10,000 a month, and they see 20 years from now, that needs to be fifteen dollars or $20,000 a month. They go, ho, 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 what are you doing to me here? But that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, it's really your buying power, right? It's it's how far your money will go. And I know that our buying power has changed over the years. I, I, I think about it, you know, just, you know, 10, 12 years ago, really probably 13 years ago, we were in a place where my wife and I uh, had the ability to have a certain level of buying power. And then, uh, you know, 12, 13 years later, we have four children. Our buying power has changed. <laughs> <laughs> but for a different reason, you know, yeah. so... No, it is definitely something that you got to think about. So when you look at your investments, here's what you really need to be doing. You need to sit down and as Randy said, talking about the cost and how much you might need month to month, you really need to factor that in. You know, oftentimes, Randy, when people look at portfolios and they look at investments, they'll have some kind of probability analysis as far as how, you know, how long will your money go until you run out of money? You know, that kind of thing. It's almost like um, we can stand up. We talk about the golf course a lot. We can stand up on the tee. And we can say, okay, Randy, what is the probability that we're going to hit this ball down the middle? Ooh, not so good. <laughs> well, maybe your probability is good. Maybe mine's not as good. But either way, we're going we're gonna to average it out and come somewhere in between. <laughs> but we're going to have a probability based on previous swings. You yep. know, you go out and, the, you hey, we're going to go to the beach today. Or, hey, we're going to take a trip. Or we're going to take a little weekend vacation. You want to look at the weather. Hey, what's the probability that it's going to rain on me? You know, that kind of thing. So we, we factor these things into all of our day-to-day -day living in a lot of, a lot of times, in a lot of ways. But we don't necessarily think about it in relation to our wealth and our income. And so this is something that you got to think about. You know, a general rule of thumb, there was an article that I read a little while ago talking about the fact that $100,000 of buying power. So what does that mean? Well, that means if you had $100,000 and, and with that hundred grand, you could buy whatever, whatever a hundred grand would purchase for you at the time, right? And they're saying about 25 years later, 25 to 30 years later, that $100,000, the same stuff that you could buy. So let's just say you were able to go out and buy, um, you know, a Maserati um, for a hundred grand, just as an example. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is, um, you know, the idea there is, is you need to have, you know, about two to three times more to buy that same Maserati 30 years from now. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of puts it into perspective. Order. Not that you're going to go out and buy a Maserati. Maybe, maybe you are, maybe you're not. But the idea is thinking about what's going to happen with your money in the future. And there was a little clip here, uh, Randy, that you had, I thought was interesting talking about the Fed and rates. And I want to talk about that a little bit because, you know, the Federal Reserve has kind of been in the process of, that's part of one of their jobs, is they analyze the Phillips curve and some other things to take a look at what's happening with inflation. And so play that clip for us. The Fed uh, now wants to target average inflation, which means that it's been running below 2%, which has been their kind of ceiling target. 
they haven't been able to get it to 2%, but now they're saying they wouldn't mind if it's above 2% for a while. Kind of a, a makeup strategy, if you will. So they're doing their best to control inflation, and they haven't been yeah. doing a real good job lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, inflation does happen, and it's, it's crazy when you think about it. Um, anytime money is printed, and this is where it gets challenging, right? So the, the old law of supply and demand. Anytime money is printed and there's more money going into the economy than there used to be, well, that devalues currency, which is one of the reasons, quite honestly, it's not the only reason, but it's one reason that we do see inflation. And so when, when you take a look at this, um, we have to ask ourselves, what is happening? Where is the Fed going to allow this to go? And what is the number? And by the way, why is the Fed in charge of that? Well, you know, unfortunately, that's just the way it is in our culture. And they look at certain estimators to kind of help keep that in line. And it has to do with, you know, unemployment increases or decreases. It has to do with, you know, just wages for workers across the economy. And there's a lot of other things, you know, just general cost of goods and services that they that they monitor in general to allow them to determine where that should be set and where the, where the kind of tack should be. But as it trickles down to the day-to-day -day folks, and folks that are living and, and, and spending money, living, breathing, spending money on this planet, and especially in America, we feel the effect. So it's important to think about your wealth in a couple parameters. I, I think, you know, a lot of times people say, well, what can I invest in? How can I invest? You know, the billion dollar question, Randy, how can I invest my money to protect myself against inflation? You've heard that before, right? Sure, absolutely. And it, it's like, okay, what should I do? You know, a lot of people say, well, you got to be in equities or you got to be in the markets. You got to be in stocks in order to do that. That's, that's a great way to protect against inflation. And that can be beneficial. But one of the things I think you have to think about in general is what are you doing to protect your wealth? Because you might be in a place where you have, you know, your investments in such a, such a category where you can make some nice wealth and that's great. But what are you doing initially to protect what you have? That's, that's number one. That's kind of foundational block. And then the second thing is thinking about where you are investing your money to maximize and, and optimize in a lot of ways your growth. And I think as you move into retirement, we talk a lot about the efficient portfolio on this show. As you move into retirement, just being in the stock market is not necessarily being efficient. You're in a place where you need to have more diversity. You need to be looking at things like real estate and private equity and, and off-market products such as you know insurance-based products and things that, that bring in safety to the portfolio while giving opportunity. So you want to have that blend, and that will ensure that you can have a, a much greater chance anyways of of not only maximizing your return and helping in that process, but also helping to fight against inflation as your wealth grows as well. And I think all of those are factors you gotta think about, Randy, and you gotta think about your lifestyle, right? I mean, I know you plan on still parasailing and uh, you know windsurfing and things like that when you're 95, which I'm excited to see, by the way. Well, you know, I plan on living to 150, just like you know, <laughs> of these people. So I just, it, if I if I don't quite get there, that's okay. 130 will be okay with me. Yeah, dial it back. You know, just just be a little less than average, mm -hmm. and you'll you'll uh, yeah. you'll be okay. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I think the I think the material point here is in this show is you, you got to think about inflation. And the traditional answer is not just go put your money in the market and everything will be okay. 
because there's been significant periods of flat times in the markets. And I'm not going to get into that to this day's show, but you got to be factoring in. And so really the question that I want to leave you with is, are you thinking about inflation? Number one, is the answer that you're getting to fight inflation, just put your money in the markets, put your money in the markets, number two. Because if it is, by the way, on that number two point, there are other solutions and things that you can do. And number three, what kind of concrete plan do you have to really bring in an, an effective and an efficient portfolio so you can maximize your situation big picture and make sure and try and help ensure that you're really moving down the road that you can support the kind of income increase that you're going to need as life moves along. So if you got questions about that, what to do, reach out to the crew over there that I mentioned at the beginning of the shows, Wall Private Wealth, U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Lehman. They can be found by going to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. There's a lot of great information on there that you can learn about what to do and um, you know how to really connect with folks there to help you walk through that situation simply in your category. It's a COVID-safe environment. You can do a Zoom meeting, a phone meeting, an in-office meeting, whatever you want to do, but it's a great place to learn, a great place to reach out, and a safe place to really connect and get more information on what is best for you to do on your journey. Well, as always, we want to encourage you to share this show with someone else that maybe not be thinking about it. You know, they're in a place where they're thinking about all the stuff going on in life today. And this is another aspect that you need to be really uh, focused on when it comes to your wealth and creating that legacy and long-term plan that's going to get you into and through retirement well. So make sure you share this with someone that needs to hear it. And my challenge to you is to really focus on living on purpose so that way you can live with purpose. Have a blessed one. We'll talk to you soon. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 0010.